0: But a man's reach should exceed his grasp. Or what's a heaven for? I'm Steve Sarmento, and this is Three of a Kind, a segment where I look at three films with a common thread. This week, we reach for heaven and fall short. Is it possible to be successful without making sacrifices? Most would say, no, sacrifice of something is necessary for success. But how much is enough, and when, if ever, is there a time when you have gone too far? Milos Forman's Academy Award-winning film Amadeus is centered on the relationship between two composers, Antonio Salieri and Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. The young Salieri made a vow to God, which he interpreted as a contractual agreement, His understanding of the agreement was that in exchange for his commitment to living a pure and godly lifestyle, God would make him a successful composer. His vow, which he sees as a path to fame and greatness, is a selfish one. It's not about writing great music, but rather about being known as a writer of great music. When he encounters Mozart, he sees a man that has no respect for his own musical gifts, something that Salieri has worked his whole life for. Salieri feels that God has broken their agreement, and he turns his back on God and sets out to destroy what he sees as God's chosen musical instrument, Mozart. From now on, we are enemies. You and I. Because you choose for your instrument a boastful, lustful, smutty, infantile boy, and give me for reward only the ability to recognize the Incarnation. Because you are unjust, unfair, unkind, I will block you, I swear it, I will hinder and harm your creature on earth as far as I am able, I will ruin your incarnation. Mozart's devotion to his music, shown through his unwillingness to take on students so that he can focus on writing his own original compositions, and his dedication to finishing a requiem for a mysterious masked man, results in the disintegration of his family and his own declining health. Both men have set such a high priority on their success that they fail to see that their drive is leading them to their own demise. Salieri is rewarded for his selfishness by seeing his work becoming forgotten within his own lifetime. His guilt over his betrayal of God and Mozart drives him to attempt to take his own life and leaves him a cynical man confined to a mental hospital. Mozart has no appreciation for his own talents. His natural gifts create great success, but he uses this fame to continually push the limits and boundaries, continually running into opposition from his peers. His dedication to his music costs him his family, his health, and ultimately his life. Amadeus was released in 1984 with a PG rating. In 2002, a director's cut was released on DVD that is rated R for brief nudity. Nearly 20 years after Amadeus, another film brought a memorable rivalry to the screen. Between filming Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan directed a powerful and often overlooked film, The Prestige, which focuses on two magicians, Robert Angier and Alfred Borden. Angier is a natural-born showman. He's a charismatic performer, but lacks the dedication and insight into the craft of magic that Borden possesses. Early in the story, when both men are working as apprentices for Milton the Magician, they are encouraged to attend the performance of an aging Chinese magician who is able to summon a large goldfish bowl filled with water and fish seemingly from nowhere. Borden is able to quickly deduce the mechanics of the trick. And Jir is able to understand the trick, but doesn't have the dedication to perform this kind of magic. You're on. You Captain. No, oh, it. Is. Look at the man. This is the trick. This is the performance. Right here. This is why no one can detect his method. Total devotion to his art. of self-sacrifice. You know? It's the only way to escape all this. The rivalry between the two men begins with the death of Angier's wife, seemingly as a result of a failed rope trick that Borden is responsible for. The two men continually challenge themselves to improve their performance and craft while continually sabotaging each other. Ultimately, they both make large sacrifices. The non-linear structure of the film keeps the audience on its toes as we slowly piece together each man's story and learn about the different sacrifices each man has made in their quest to outdo their rival. The last few minutes of the film reveal the depth of each man's devotion and commitment to magic with some surprising twists, but we the viewer are left contemplating whether, after all that each has lost, was it truly worth it? The Prestige is rated PG-13 for violence and disturbing images. Our final course in this three-of-a-kind is the directorial debut of Stanley Tucci and Campbell Scott. 1996's Big Night is the story of two Italian brothers and their struggling restaurant. Primo is the oldest and the chef of the restaurant. Secondo manages the finances and operations of the business. The restaurant is struggling, and Secundo has just learned that the bank is set to foreclose on the property. The restaurant is struggling partially due to Primo's stubborn unwillingness to sacrifice the integrity of his menu to please the customers. He has set high standards for himself and his food, and he is unwilling to change anything. Why are these people in America? I need to talk to her. Oh, please, Primo, what are you going to do? Tell the customer what she can eat, huh? That is what she wants. That is what the customer asks for. Make it. Make the pasta. Make it. Make it. Make the pasta. Come on, let's go. How can she want They both are starch. Maybe I should make a mashed potato for on the other side. Primo, look, don't, okay? Because they are the first customer to come in two hours. Secundo's friendship with Pascal, the owner and manager of a nearby restaurant, provides an opportunity that just might save the restaurant and give the brothers the recognition they have been waiting for. They put everything into preparing for this one big night, at the risk of losing everything they have worked for. Primo's dedication to authentic cuisine from his homeland has put them in this position. For this special night, he pulls out all of the stops and decides to bake a special dish, a timpano. This dish is the centerpiece of the dinner and is a truly amazing creation. There are several recipes, including a Stanley Tucci-approved version, that can be found online if you find yourself craving a bite after watching the film. Secundo's ambitious decision to put everything at risk plays out in a delightful dinner party during the last part of the film. Does that ambition and dedication pay off for the brothers? You'll have to rent it to see. Big Night is rated R for language. The dramatic tension that is needed to make engaging and entertaining films requires that we see stories of extreme success or extreme failure. Rarely are we content with a story that focuses on people living balanced lives, just getting by in their day-to-day routines. To break out of that routine requires taking a risk and making sacrifices. These three films focus on the struggles that come with the ambitious drive for success and the sacrifices that are required on the way. You can't achieve success without striving for it, But we must be ready to accept the consequences of reaching far beyond our grasp and falling short. For the next reel, this is Steve Sarmento. The next three of a kind asks if you really know yourself.